Hey, if you like free stuff, you're going to like Tim's Rewards by Tim Hortons. You can earn free food or drinks after every seven purchases. Cool. How do I win? Um, it's not a contest. You just use your Tim's Rewards card. And after seven purchases, you score a free coffee, tea, or baked good. Whoa. So I've got a pretty good chance of winning. Well, actually, you've got a 100% chance of winning. Those are great odds. <laughs> they sure are. Free coffee and more with Tim's Rewards. It's Tim Hortons' way of saying thanks. Valid only at participating restaurants. Please visit restaurant or timhortons.com slash rewards for full program details. Roto Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Bringing you up to the minute industry news. Time for me to tell you about the biggest tournament in the history of Daily Fantasy Sports. Interviews from the biggest names in the industry. The one and only Condia. Head Chopper joins us now to talk about this weekend in Daily Fantasy Football. Now on the podcast, Napster Man. And game analysis to save you time and help you build your bankroll. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head game, you are just going to lose. Here is your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what's going on? Wanna welcome you to the Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm Dan Bach, and we're brought to you by Fantasy Drafts. Make sure you head on over there, make that deposit, use promo code GRINDERS. Not only are you helping us out in terms of giving you this pod, you're also getting three months of Roto Grinders Premium for free. So do that, and remember, very easy way to build lineups over there, and, uh, a lot of great things happening over at Fantasy Draft. So I hope you check them out here tonight. Uh, today we're going to get on baseball, of course, um, coming off this weekend. I actually, believe it or not, I had like my most profitable day uh, of the year. And it came yesterday, which is interesting because I typically don't play much on weekends. And if I do, I like rarely play the morning slate. Sometimes, you know, uh, I'll still play an evening slate on a Saturday night or something. But for whatever reason, actually, I know the reason is because uh, I was cleaning up my daughter's room. She and I went through her literal disaster area. Love my daughter to death. Sweetest little girl in the world. And she loves to play, and she is one of those girls who can uh, actually sit there and entertain herself with all of her toys and whatnot. She doesn't need somebody there to be playing alongside her, which is wonderful when you work from home like I do. Because I've got work I got to do here. Like, I can't necessarily be your your uh, your play buddy. So she is great in that regards. But the problem is, when she's done, it's a little... It's literally like a hurricane went through her room. There's stuff everywhere. And, of course, she never really wants to put it away. Now, maybe that's some of me on parenting, not, like, reinforcing, like, you play with it, you put it away. And I fully acknowledge, like... That's probably on me. So, like, every, I don't know, month or so, we basically have to go through this hurricane of a room and uh, and just clean it all up. And it was purge time, which meant getting rid of a whole bunch of toys and whatnot. So, I did that, like, all morning long, and I was, like, tired of it. I was like, okay, I'm done. I look, and it's, like, 1130. I was like, okay, or eh, right around there. And I was like, okay, I got 30 minutes until lock, or maybe it was 12.30. I was like, let's, let me go quickly make a lineup. So ran over to Roto-Grinders, used our tools, and uh, had my most profitable day ever in like 30 minutes of prep time. So sometimes we might overthink it, and it worked out well for me this uh, past Sunday. Hopefully we can, you know, run the hot streak STL Cardinal style today and, and pick up uh, another, another solid day of wins. And I actually like uh, a good bit of the... Uh, 
uh, of the slate here today. So we're going to go through that in just a moment. But I do want to quickly make note of something um, over on DraftKings, which uh, definitely I think is worth talking about because uh, they've basically, uh, you know, have come out with this players first initiative that they came out with a couple of years ago and, or maybe not a couple of years ago, maybe a year ago, six months ago, whatever it was. And now they're kind of expanding on it as they've actually have a couple of changes in terms of their eligibilities, uh, which I think are, are great. And, uh, the first thing that they're doing is the highest volume DraftKings players can't enter contest with entry fees below $3. And I think this is uh, super smart. I mean, there's no reason for the best players in the world to be having to play anything lower than $3. I mean, $2, $1, quarter arcade. Uh, it's silly that they were playing that or potentially were playing that, but they shouldn't be playing that. And apparently DraftKings is um, deciding what is the highest volume player is somebody who has a million dollars in entry fees. Now, that's just via the forums. I don't know for sure if that's over the lifetime of being a player or if it's within, you know, the last two to three years. Uh, I'm guessing it's through the existence of a player. And some of that could be a little bit I think misleading because if you've been playing on DraftKings from the beginning, yes, a million dollars is an absolute ton of money, but especially as the site continues to grow and becomes uh, you know, more established, more and more people are going to be hitting that threshold who might not fall into you know, the highest of volume DraftKings players, they might just fall into the more experienced of DraftKings players. So I, I, I don't think it's a big deal right now. Um, I saw somewhere, I think it may be 400 players it ended up affecting who can't play in these games. But those 400 players, anybody who complains about that, um, very self-serving because uh, I've got no problem with that whatsoever. Now, it also says the uh, the high-volume DraftKings players will be permitted to enter contests between three and five only if the GPP prize pool is greater than $25,000. I think that's fine. I don't have a problem with that because they do like to run, you know, monster, monster tournaments um, in maybe that 4 or $5 range. And, and here's the thing, and this is where you know, I think we got to look at it. The larger the GPP, the harder it is for even a high volume player to win. So um, I don't have a problem with that. They're hard. They're hard to get W's. Very hard. So if you've got smaller fields, then absolutely they should be kept out of the three to five. But the larger fields, uh, again, it's a high variant game to begin with. Don't have much of a problem with. Now, the thing that I actually am most excited about is that they decided to have special min-max contests where they're actually going to allow 150 lineups um, in the, uh, under the under the $5 mark. Because currently they have it set up where anything under $5 is going to be a 20-entry max, which in theory I think sounds good, but you also really lose out on the ability for 
people who don't have big bankrolls to mass multi-entry and put in 100 or 150 lineups. And that is a lot of fun. That is one of the things that I really miss on DraftKings because I'm not a high-volume player. I mean, yes, I'll buy into $150 buy-in from time and time again, but I don't know if I hardly ever go over that. And typically, I'm playing the 8s. I'm playing the 33s. Um, that's kind of where I'm landing. And I'm really not putting 150 lineups if it's going to be at, you know, eight bucks a piece or $33 a piece. That ain't happening. Would I do it at a dollar? Sure. Would I do it at two bucks? Probably. That's fun for me. Like that's, that's a, it's a fun experience to kind of be able to use a lineup builder and build those things. And they haven't been, and they took that away on DraftKings. I was disappointed. So they instituted this, they, to have select tournaments where they do this and they put one out for today and it only sold out 22 hours early. It was a quarter arcade 5k tournament. And if that doesn't show you there's demand for this, then I don't know what to tell you. And I get it. You don't need to run them every single day. But if you want to have every Friday a low-dollar min-max tournament that's you know pretty impressive in terms of prize pool, I think that would be great. I think people can point towards and say, okay, it's Friday. It's my, it's my mass multi-entry day because I'm a lower-stakes player, and it won't eat up my bankroll. I think it's great. So I hope they expand those prize pools more because it's not always good to advertise something and then don't have it available to you. And uh, who knows, maybe they'll even add another tournament here today. We'll see. But overall, that's the thing I'm most, I'm, you know, most in favor of because I think it actually affects the most people. I think that more and more, there's a lot of people who fall into that category of enjoying building a lot of lineups, but don't enjoy, you know, spending three thousand dollars to do it now you can do it for 150 bucks or if you were doing the quarter arcade i think came down to like 70 bucks or something i'm not i'm not great at math but i think it was somewhere in that neighborhood so uh all in all good move there by DraftKings and um their uh players first initiative i think that's uh, a solid solid improvement all right let's uh continue on and uh, talk about today's slate. Uh, We've got um, a pretty solid one today. I mean, we'll start with starting pitching here tonight and kind of go through who I'm looking at. There's, I I don't want to say it's cut and dry because there's actually a lot of options and there's nothing that particularly stands out. And I kind of like those, you know, sometimes chalk, uh, you know, you've got guys who are 40, 50% owned at starting pitching. I don't think we're going to see that today. So let's get into it. Now, probably the guys that I'm looking at most today at starting pitching, I'm going to go back to Jose Barrios here today. Andy Means had a really good write-up. If you're a premium subscriber, read his pitching primer today. And he really explained well why Jose Barrios, his last start, seemed to be successful. And it came down to his curveball and him being committed to it and and him maybe finding the mechanics in it. And it... You know, it popped last start. Uh, 10 strikeouts versus the Cardinals. And now he gets a Tigers team, which is uh, very, you know, right-handed heavy to begin with. So uh, Barrios today, a super strong favorite at at minus 194. The Tigers implied run total at three and a half. Uh, I'm going to say what we saw last start was not a fluke. And when you look at the salary 
on Barrios today. 8,400 on FanDuel, 85 on DraftKings, and 16-2 on Fantasy Draft. He's going to be one of my favorite plays at the starting pitching spot today because I don't see me going up to Zach Greinke today. I know he's the most expensive guy that we've got on the slate. 92 on FanDuel, 12-1 on DraftKings, and 23-1 on Fantasy Draft. But I don't want to sacrifice bats today, and there's not that much upside for him, especially against a matchup here with the Milwaukee Brewers, which is, you know, a ballpark, you know, downgrade for him, especially after the humidor has hit in Arizona. And he's barely a favorite in this one. Um, at minus 122, you know, Aguilar has uh, been hitting the ball incredibly well. And I'm just not, I'm not buying into Zach Greinke today on the road in this matchup. So uh, with the bats that I want to get in my lineup, just completely fading him uh, on the high high end of things. So I like Barrios today. I like Masahiro Tanaka today as well against the Texas Rangers. A strong favorite today at minus 191, Bartolo Colon on the other end, and obviously we'll be talking about Yankee bats here shortly, but um, I feel like this is this is an excellent matchup here for Tanaka. I mean, you can, uh, you know, look at this lineup from top to bottom for the Texas Rangers, and yeah, you've got guys out there and Joey Gallo and maybe Nomar Mazzara, which scare you a little bit from the left side of the plate, but you also have an enormous K rate, you know, for these guys. And Tanaka, you know, you look at the XFIP for him this season, 3.75, super solid. K rate at 22%, walk rate at under 5%. And he's been dynamite versus lefties this year with a 269 Woba and a 130, uh, a, a 130 ISO allowed. So, um, and hard contact at just 26%. So he's really neutralized maybe the best bats that they have in there and maybe Chu Mazzara and Joey Gallo today. So I like Tanaka here, 25% K rate against uh, righties for Texas bats. And uh, I think this is a spot for him to, you know, he's not going to strike out 12, but can he strike out eight? Yes. Should he be able to get the win? I think so, against Bartolo Colon with that offense behind him. So I think Tanaka squarely in play today and, and definitely going to be in my rotation of pitchers that I'm looking to roster. Uh, and then Walker Bueller against the Colorado Rockies, who just, you take them out of Coors and they're not the same. And, and Bueller's kind of lived up to a, a pretty solid reputation down in the minors so far early on in the major leagues. 9,300 on DraftKings. 95 on FanDuel, 17-7 on Fantasy Draft. And, you know, 7 8, eight strikeouts. He does pitch for the Dodgers, so you know they just don't like running their guys particularly deep. That is the drawback. We've already got early projected ownership in. Way to go, Jamino. 40% on him today, so it's pretty chalky. Again, it's pretty early in the day. That certainly can change a little bit. But I'm probably going to eat that lowest implied team total at 3.18 for these Rockies. It's just been abysmal versus right-handed pitching. Good ballpark to pitch in. So I don't see a lot of downside in rolling him out there. Uh, A few other names for us. You know, both pitchers in Atlanta and Philly can somewhat be interesting, but I don't love the price tag at 9-1 and 9-6 on Fulte and Pavetta. Pavetta's been excellent, but this Braves team is really clicking. I mean, what a comeback they had last uh, yesterday against the Marlins in that ninth inning. So uh, 
I'm not ready to kind of go down that path and, and roll him out, certainly at a high salary. You know, Gio Gonzalez against the San Diego Padres. He doesn't have a great track record versus this team, but another really low implied team total here for the pods at 3.19. So uh, you could make an argument for him, but you're also playing paying like market price at what, 11.9 tonight. So uh, probably no thank you there. Um... And that's probably that's all I got. Those are the guys I'm looking to play. I think it's uh, Barrios, and then probably playing some Tanaka and some Walker Bueller as my pitchers alongside him. All right, let's get on to the bats today. We'll go position by position, and uh, definitely be hitting up on a lot of Yankees today. And you know, Gary Sanchez versus Bartolo Colon. Uh, you know, 4.8K over there on DraftKings tonight. Uh, that's the spot where you have to play catcher. But if you're playing FanDuel, you're playing Fantasy Draft uh, against Bartolo Colon, you know, batting in that two-hole, or excuse me, the five-hole, no question about it. I think he's one of the best plays on this slate, certainly at the catcher position, and pretty good chance he may hit a home run tonight. So I'm not paying up for pitching so I can get guys like him in there, and I'm happy to do so. Now, the other... Uh, guy, two guys that I'm looking at at catcher, Beef Wellington Castillo against Andrew Kashner today. Big fan of the White Sox. I think they are super stackable. Uh, you know, you don't love playing catchers on FanDuel, but when they're 2,300, you might, um, especially if you want to go up and get bigger pitching today over there. 32 on DraftKings is reasonable. 67 on Fantasy Draft is reasonable. He's got hits in six consecutive games here. And, uh, you know, hit a home run last night. Uh, that helped my team. Good job, Beef. Uh, but I think he can get it back today against Andrew Kashner, who's just uh, not good. I mean, especially when you look at uh, the the deeper analytics involved there. And, you know, with him batting in that five-hole, great spot for catcher. Probably going to be, you know, we don't have him as chalk today, but I think that could change. I think he's going to be... Uh, gathering some steam there. And then JT Realamuto um, going against uh, Vargas, which Jason Vargas being an all-star last year might be like the complete and utter reason why we need to change how we decide who's in the all-star game. The guy should not have been an all-star, and uh, he's been terrible so far this season. Realmuto hits near the top of the lineup Pretty great against lefties. You know, his last four starts, he's gone for 7, 14, 14, and 15 fantasy points. So, um, price, again, not super cheap today at 4K, but right in between there with uh, Beef and Gary Sanchez, he's going to be my third option for you at catcher. Okay, moving on to first base tonight, and I do really like the Cardinals as well. Another team I'm looking to stack today, Jose Martinez against Ian Kennedy. Uh, popping off the page today. DraftKings has him priced up at 4100 and hopefully that keeps his salary or his ownership down a little bit. Uh, on FanDuel, he's 35% fantasy draft at 81. And, you know, I always, again, always kind of have team totals, Vegas totals in my mind. And I didn't really foresee the Cardinals being over five runs here today against Ian Kennedy, but here we are, and I think we kind of take advantage of this just a little bit. And, uh, you know, Jose Martinez, you know, the, the plate IQ definitely works out for him. Let me bring that up here. I looked at that this morning. And let's see. Uh, yeah, I mean, just against 
you know, righties in general since the beginning of last season, uh, you look at the numbers, tons of green on the page here for St. Louis. And with Jose Martinez, you know, you've got a 344 Woba, a 460 contact Woba, uh, a low K rate of only 16.8%. And when you look at Ian Kennedy, I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. 339 Woba route to righties, 221 in the isolated power, um, hard contact at 37%. I mean, he's bad versus everybody. So uh, I'm, I'm buying into Jose Martinez today. I'm buying into the Cardinals today. He is one of my top choices on this slate. Um, Jose Abreu, if I like the White Sox, I got to like him a little bit. I think we can even, you know, maybe consider Matt Davidson as well there against uh, Kashner. But uh, obviously, I'm choosing Abreu over him if I've got to go one. Uh, The early looks at the optimizers. uh, Paul Goldschmidt has hit on two of the three uh, that we have on Roto-Grinders today. Again, those kind of evolve as the day goes on. So uh, that's just kind of the first look at things. And, you know, he's... He's fine here against uh, Chase Anderson. Um, I guess we can call it a bit of a a ballpark upgrade. I want to say, let me just quickly look. I think Chase Anderson might have some reverse splits going on for him in his career. Let's see. Since the beginning of last season, um, eh, not terrible. Gives up a little bit more power to righties than he does lefties. And... He's, you know, the XFIP over the beginning of, since the beginning of last season, 3.33 for him with a 26% K rate. That is, excuse me, that's Granky. I was going to say, there's no way Chase Anderson's that good. Okay, back to the facts. Uh, definitely gives up more power and a higher Woba to righty, so he does have some of those reverse splits uh, going for him today in terms of favoring Paul Goldschmidt. Goldie finally got a homer a couple of days ago, so his uh, drought ended I'm fine with him, but I still think if I need, I don't want to say savings because he's only 4.2, but I think Jose Martinez, maybe at lower ownership, is a guy I'd rather look at. Uh, Freddie Freeman was another guy who popped against Pavetta. He's just a professional hitter, but he's 5.2K, a little bit too pricey for my blood. If you want a one-off tonight, uh, Mark Reynolds against Robbie Erlin. Always mind, don't mind him versus lefties. Erlin all over the map. Um terms of what we're going to get from him but at 3.4k uh, there's a savings option for you okay moving on to second base and damn it I don't want to tout out Matt Carpenter again he's so bad but I told you I like the Cardinals today and maybe this is a spot for him to hopefully get right he's got hits in five consecutive games so that's good news for us um and maybe some of that BABIP is starting to turn in his favor. Double-digit DraftKings points in five, uh, four of his last five games. And uh, still cheap, 3400 on DK, 6500 on Fantasy Draft. So he's definitely a guy who uh, I think would fit in your cash games pretty well today. Love the White Sox. Mankata against Kashner. Sign me up for that. Um, he's definitely on my list of, of guys that I'm looking to play today. And yeah, that's a no-brainer for me. Uh, let's see. Brian Dozier gets a lefty, I believe, today, and he has been pretty dreadful this season. Maybe we're looking for uh, an opportunity for him to break out. I mean, he hasn't had a hit in his last four games. So um, tonight might be that spot potentially for him. I mean, we've got a pretty high team total. Probably would reserve it 
for GPPs and Blaine Harvey, even though he does hit lefty, we don't know how often he's going to be in the game. But here's the deal. He's batting leadoff here. The lineup could turn over a bit more. Team total, a little bit under five today. Uh, that's a low price on Brian Dozier today. So uh, I don't hate it against a lefty starting pitcher here tonight. Um, I think that's what I like at this position. I don't think there's anywhere else that to, maybe Jonathan Scope today uh, against Santiago. Um, he's thought he was starting to turn things around, but uh, over his last eight, that's not terrible. He did have a home run a couple days ago. Eh, prob- probably not. Probably not going there. All right, let's go over to third base instead, where, again, you still got some uh, Matt Carpenter. You could use some Jed Jerko as well if he is in the lineup against Ian Kennedy. Big power in that bat. Again, I really like that team tonight. Uh, My boy, uh, Miguel Andujar, getting it done for me in the eighth inning, and that home run for him late uh, definitely moved me up the leaderboards. That Yankee stack worked out nice. And uh, great ballpark to hit in. Bartolo Colon, uh, 3.3K on DraftKings, uh, all those things definitely in his favor here today. So look for him to be uh, a pretty good option for us tonight. Uh, And yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to play Carpenter at third base um, and then roll one of those other second basemen out potentially. That's probably the way I'm looking to build my lineups tonight. Anthony Rendon, always a nice spot too there against the lefty, potentially at third base. 3.8K uh, for him. So we'll see if he can't get things going for Washington. All right, over to uh, shortstop. And Tim Anderson, if he moves into that leadoff spot, you know, as he did this weekend, tough to pass up on him at really too cheap of a price tag uh, at 3.3 on DraftKings, 2,800 on FanDuel. 6,300 on fantasy draft. We don't have to play him there, but um, definitely giving you that that home run, um, or excuse me, stolen base upside, top of the order, line turning, lineup turning over, all that really, really good. The top two uh, played IQ premium ratings we got for today go to Manny Machado and Didi Gregorius. The interesting thing is Machado 5.6K, Didi Gregorius 3.9K. So really uh, price downgrade on Didi here but against Bartolo Colon um yeah I think it's full steam ahead with the Yankees today in this matchup and so yeah those are literally the three guys I think you should be playing Machado uh Didi and uh likely Tim Anderson okay over into the outfield here tonight kind of zooming through this and the Yankees they won me all the money yesterday and I think we can go back there again with Stanton and Judge, maybe even Aaron Hicks today. We like him better versus lefties. He had Scoglin on Sunday, but uh, no problem against Bartolo Colon, especially under 4K. So that Yankees, probably going to be a popular stack after a pretty good day for them yesterday, but like them tonight. Uh, Cardinals, you got Tommy Fan, you got Marcelo Zuna against Ian Kennedy. Both those guys squarely in play. I love the salary on Ozuna at just 3.3K. Hasn't really, I think, hit the ball nearly as well as we saw against um, or when he was with the Marlins a year ago. He hasn't actually had a hit in his last six games so uh, or five games. So it looks like, you know, the salary is down for him for good reason. But what a better time for him to kind of get it back than against Ian Kennedy. But... Definitely a little bit of risk there for him just because he hasn't been seeing the ball very well, but had a day off, so maybe things can change here a little bit. And 
Uh, let's see. I, I think the Mets are kind of sneaky. Don't mind their outfield here today. Uh, Brandon Nimmo leading off at a pretty solid salary there at 3.4K. This Eliezer Hernandez, ew, man, he's not particularly great. I mean, Nimmo, uh, Bruce, Conforto, this Mets outfield absolutely in play for us today. I mean, his numbers, uh, he could get blown up tonight. The Mets don't have a good lineup, and yet they've got a pretty decent team total today at four and a half. So uh, I don't mind some of those Mets. Don't look for me to take Adrian Gonzalez uh, or Devin Mesoraco, but certainly Conforto, Bruce, maybe as Drubal as well at second base, all squarely in play for me today. Uh, all right, a few other outfielders for us. There, there we go. Like I say, uh, Mets and um, Yankees definitely popping here tonight. Uh, Lurie Garcia, again, if you want another top-of-the-order guy for the Chicago White Sox today, I think he makes a ton of sense against um, against uh, Andrew Kastner. And see if Tyler O'Neill makes the lineup today. 3.6K over there on DraftKings against Ian Kennedy. 2,200 over on FanDuel. And, yeah, I'd say he's looked pretty good here the last few games, uh, especially yesterday, 3-for-4, uh, a home run. Could make it three consecutive days with a home run. We'll see if that happens. Against Ian Kennedy, pretty good chance it might. Uh, let's see if there's any other low-dollar one-offs that I'm looking for today. Low-dollar ones, not much. I don't think we need to go that low because of the way that uh, I'm building my lineups uh, tonight. Don't hate Matt Kemp against Marquez, but I just don't love that ballpark to hit in, so I don't see me you know, touching up on him. Maybe Eddie Rosario, another Minnesota bat. Um, today, 3,300 on FanDuel, 4K over on DraftKings. And another guy hits in, looks like five consecutive games, and definitely going to be underowned here tonight. Uh, all right, that's what I got for you. That's what I'm looking to play. Before we get out of here, big thanks to Buffalo Wild Wings. And, uh, you know, they go overboard sometimes with their limited time offerings, and uh, they can't help themselves. So look at their new signature sampler. For 15 bucks. you get wings, two shareable options like fried pickles or cheese curds, and then the aptly named over-the-top nachos. It's a mountain of crispy tortillas, tortilla chips loaded up with your choice of pulled pork or honey, barbecued grilled chicken, corn, jalapenos, and more. Top it off with the new platinum margarita. Go overboard with us today at Buffalo Wild Wings Beer. Wings Beer Sports, available for a limited time. While supplies last, and please drink responsibly. So always thanks to them. Thanks to Fantasy Draft as well for sponsoring this show. We'll be back with tons of content all day long on rotogrinders.com. Video stuff should get rolling at 3.30 with the draft show all the way up until 7. You can catch me on SiriusXM tonight, 6 to 7 Eastern, right before roster lock to get my final thoughts on today's slate. And uh, as always, thanks for being a part of what we do here at Rotogrinders. Couldn't have built what we had without you uh, being a part of it, check out our premium content, seven-day free trial as always. And FYI, coming up on Friday, the early preview, we're doing a mass multi-entry webinar with STL Cardinals, the hottest DFS player in the land. And he's going to be going through lineup HQ and showing you not just like building for the slate, like these are the guys I like, but how to build for the slate. And I think this is great timing with DraftKings doing their new min-max tournaments. So if you want to learn how you can build 100, 150 lineups and the best way to get the results that you're looking for, make sure you check that out. I will be doing that because 
it's not always easy to get the results that you want. Sometimes there's a few tricks that guys like STL Cardinals has in his uh, playbook that can certainly you know help you build the type of lineups that it takes to win crazy amount of money. So look for that happening on Friday and some other announcements happening as well along the week. So uh, stay tuned. But I'm out of here. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again tomorrow here on the Daily Fantasy Fix. See you, everybody. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.